1: Uh, We just uh, gotta take care of some business. My Top 1071 is KTMY FM HD1, Coon Rapids, St. Paul, Minneapolis. (laughs) Turning to entertainment news. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Everything you need to know from the world of entertainment and pop culture. Heard at the top of every hour on My Talk 1071. And, and, and
2: what have you learned? Learned to learned. To learn, Country to
1: learn? music star John Party is now a married man. He tied the knot with Summer Duncan over the weekend oh. in oh. Murfreesboro, Tennessee. What all the words you're saying are I so know. great right now. All right. Okay. <laughs> The original plan, of course, was to get married in uh, over Memorial Day, but COVID-19 changed their plans. Mm. Uh, they were going to get married in Montana, but then they had to settle, settle for, for Murfreesboro, Murphy's
2: Murfreesboro, Murfreesboro oh. where dreams go to die. So
1: romantic. <laughs> I know. Okay, uh, Mike, the situation, he's found himself in a new situation. <laughs> he and his wife, Lauren, are expecting their first child. Um, And he revealed the news to fans in a cool social media post featuring his wife and the dog saying, we have a baby situation. (laughs) Uh And then the picture of a sonogram. Boy, I saw um, a little trailer for the new Jersey Shore on vacation. Mm -hmm. And they all looked like they've been tanning way too much in their life. Well, welcome to their reality. It's like, wow, all that tanning really has... And they don't, to their they don't. They don't
2: know either. Like it, it seems that they don't know because yeah. many of us fair skinned folks have gone through our tanning phases, but we look back on them with regret. Oh really? And, What's
0: that like?
2: And, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shannon, let me explain. I'm, you, blink, you go blink. from an X ray, <laughs> and you're like, "Can I look better, darker?" And it always just looks like you're trying really, really hard. It's funny to me that they're maintaining this tan look that largely is kind of laughed
0: at. Yeah. I always think it's funny when I see people that over tan. I feel like they got that <laughs> box of 48 crayons and picked the wrong color. Uh, is what it is. Yeah, that's I'm exactly like, you were right. fine, do you? Yes. <laughs> okay,
1: so Taylor Swift has announced that a film detailing how she and the collaborators of Folklore came up with all of her ideas and the creative effort. That's going to come to Disney Plus today. Oh, It's called uh, Folklore, the Long Pond Studio Sessions. <laughs> and you can watch it right now, but we would advise that you wait until at least noon until the show is over. Agreed. All right, that is the latest Dirt. You can find more on our app and mytalk1071.com. That
0: is brand new information. My Talk Dirt Alerts at the top of every hour and at 820, 1220,
1: and 520 on MyTalk 1071. dum da
2: <Tages optimization> Happy Wednesday, everybody. The Wednesday before Thanksgiving, it's the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071. Steve Patterson in, Donna Valentine uh, cutting out early. She is on vacay today. Miss Shannon Paul filling in. Good morning, Miss Shannon. Happy to be
0: here. Good morning, and. Um, I, it's happy birthday to Steve Patterson, right? Oh, thank right? you so much. Happy birthday! birthday. Woo. Halfway
2: to 74. Happy
0: birthday. Ha- is that your milestone age? Is that that's the my, one you're it. like?
2: Maybe, um, now I always think of birthdays, anytime somebody tells me how old they are, I automatically think of what they're halfway to.
0: Fascinating.
2: I wonder though, I've been saying this uh, multiple times the last couple of days, maybe I die at 74.
0: Why hey, would
2: you no. say that? It's just a, or at 37, I could die at 37 too, you oh, want to get really no. dark. I don't want to. No,
0: okay. that's not in my plans. May I ask you a question? <laughs> sure. How much caffeine have you had today that you were oh, just in dark land? Really? What are you doing?
2: I have, um, I'm on my third cup. I'm, I always <laughs> do three big. Cups. We got the Chip and Joe cups from uh, from Target. Okay, yeah. and they probably fit. I don't know. It's it's kind of like a normal mug. It doesn't look super tall like a travel mug, mm-hmm. but it's but it's got some girth to it. And so I think <laughs> I got sixteen you've an ounces entire in there.
0: Pot of I think coffee. I've
2: had I think I've had one full pot. Okay, of well, like Denny's coffee.
0: What can I do to make your birthday brighter? Because this is depressing. I was happy for you, and now I feel I like I need to do an intervention oh, no. as I <laughs> contemplate
2: my eventual Demise. inevitable death. Why? Why? Uh, <laughs> well, you know what? Let me say this. Here's what made my birthday brighter uh, yesterday. Mm -hmm. And Don, I think that you might appreciate hearing this as well. Stevie Boyle walks into the Twin Cities Live office and then uh, Kelly Hansen says, hey, I think this bucket is for you. There's a bucket for me. Mm -hmm. And I pick up the bucket and I walk (sighs) my little sandbox pail back to my desk (laughs) and there's a card and it's from Donna. And then there were two things of candy that she got me, Swedish Fish and Mm. Twizzler Nibs, Mm -hmm. which she and I both uh, share an an affinity for. And then inside of the candy box, candy bucket as well, was the biscotti, which, Dawn, you made and is, let me be clear, all gone. Oh, Oh, wonderful. I ate it all yesterday. I I was going to pace myself, (laughs) and I was going to wait. You know, Shannon, you're talking about the coffee. I should have waited to have biscotti with coffee this morning. But I tore through it all yesterday. Well done oh, on making you. this biscotti. That was
1: actually a mistake biscotti, because what? what was on top was supposed to be Florentine cookies. Mm-hmm. All of that, you know... Crumble and it didn't come together, so I just smashed it on top
0: of the biscotti I made. That is ingenious, though. That is ingenious.
2: Wait, say the name of the cookie that was supposed to be Florentine? Florentine. Those are
0: complex, anyway, if you are a great British baking show fan. My sister, who is a baker as well, has attempted the Florentines, and it took like batch four.
1: Well, I was was even doing a Zoom class with one of the Bake Off stars Mm -hmm. to teach me how, and I still failed. And what's so funny, (laughs) I've got to somehow. You know, maybe over uh, Christmas break, put together a compilation video of all of my fails Ah, from the Zoom classes, where I'm literally saying, look at this. I can't. It's not coming together. What's happening? They're like, oh... Oh dear!
0: Oh, you know dear. what would be funny, Don? My goodness, I'm sure they're so pleasant about it. Don, I want you to do that because then we can get you on Nailed It, and that would yes. give me breath. I, now
2: yes. that
1: is the show that I should be on. I mean, but that's I'm so a fun bad. Show. You
2: know what, though? I feel like Don, you're probably in a you're probably in a tricky spot because you're yeah. probably too good for Nailed It, but you're not at the Great British Bake Off level just yet. If you're <laughs> no, if you're having trouble in the Zoom classes, but what if you did a 60 second, um, it, like 60 second summary? of my baking classes and then it was just smash cut. One screw up and just one sound after another uh, It would be great.
0: Because that would be enough to get you on Nailed It. Because the thing about Nailed It and the reason why it gives me such joy is that you're allowed to laugh at the people because they give them impossible tasks to do in an impossible amount of time. So there's no way, even if you're good, (laughs) that you're going to be successful. The most you'll get is a, okay, all right. (laughs) I see what you did there. That's shark-like, okay. That's a princess-ish, all right? She's got kind of a wonky eye, but okay. That's the closest you're going to get anyway, Doc. Well,
1: and the problem I have, like this last Sunday when I baked something, it took me two days to bake, because during the class I'm like, oh, oh no, I, I was supposed to, I read the recipe wrong, I'm right. supposed to have ten eggs, not five, oh. and so I get to a point where I'm just like, oh no, I don't have more eggs, um, and then I also screwed up something else where I was like... I I, the problem is, is that they'll be doing something, and mm-hmm. I am looking down, or I'm at my mixer, yeah. and I don't see that they've added something. They need to, I think, a suggestion, which... Who am I to suggest this? But Give they need sure. to always say, now I'm putting in the butter. Because gotcha. if you're not, can't visually see, sure. you know, you're mixing or you're over at your stove. Right. You're just hearing the Zoom and you're not always watching. So you're just missing so, components oh, constantly. Yeah. Then, like,
2: <laughs> Why do I have the these eggs, these raw eggs at the end? <laughs> well, at the
1: uh, end, a lot of times I've said, I have this sugar left and I don't oh. know when I was supposed
2: to go in. Uh, and they're
1: like, oh dear. That, that was, was right four steps ago. <laughs> yeah. Four steps ago. That's a good
2: note, though, Don. that you that. could give them, you could send them a note and say a huge fan, you know, and I keep oh, yeah. coming I back have
1: conversations with them all the time anyway. Yeah. And
2: you could throw in your radio producer thing because then you get extra credibility because you think like a producer. <laughs> right. And so then they would, you're not just some normal, you know, kook who's reaching out to them. Oh, to no, them they, I
1: actually have a conversations a lot back and forth with the, the guy who created it, the founder, and he he does everything. And he is very appreciative because a lot of people sign up for classes and put my name down. Like, oh. they get so many people from Minnesota oh. that have joined, and they're like, oh my gosh. Oh, that's awesome. What are you doing? Oh, you should have a free
2: class coming your way, I
1: think, oh
0: my at some God. point, like you a referral be the, bonus. The, you're the brand ambassador for these Zoom bake classes.
1: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so sometimes my talkers are on it, and it's funny, like, they'll see me screwing up. So always send me an email if you were on the class with Let me. And I saw me. That make has mistakes. to be
0: fabulous that you're like, local famous enough that these. These TVs, these TV people are like, why do the people care more about this lady? <laughs> this lady, that's
2: yeah. another guest she's on the show.
0: Amazing! Oh, <laughs> you guys! But By anyway, the way,
2: I'm getting better. I uh, I went to no, I'm not a baker, but I'm trying to I'm trying to smoke more meats, Shannon. Mm-hmm. Okay, this yes. is my this is my goal, and so I'm going to be uh, smoking a turkey for Thanksgiving. I go to and Byerly's last night mm-hmm. uh, because this happened on on Sunday. I went to the store to get turkey, a frozen yes. turkey to give it time to thaw, right. and then some various other items. But the turkey was the main thing I was going to get. I came home, totally forgot to get the turkey, got everything else I needed. Oh
0: my head. Forgot the turkey.
2: So then I started having <laughs> this moment of realization on the air, and then listeners are saying, no, you can go to Lund's and Byerly's, and they have fresh turkeys that aren't frozen. Okay. So I go there last night, and I go to the one in Chan, mm-hmm. and um, here is what I noticed, and I'm curious if anyone else has noticed this at a grocery store. They are all out of smaller turkeys
1: oh, because of
2: COVID restrictions. That makes right. sense. So I, when I smoked a turkey a few weeks ago just preparing, mm-hmm. it was a 13-pound turkey. I've only bought a turkey maybe three times in my life, so I just thought, oh, I'll just go back to the 13-pound section. I get there, all of these look like Chernobyl turkeys. They're oh, all wow. huge, and just they're <laughs> like, the smallest I could get was 22 pounds, which changes the amount of time that you need to Cook it or smoke to it, that, in my need to case. toss that in
0: there now. 22, <laughs> exactly. It's a
2: 22.94 what? pounder.
0: Well, that's the same thing that's happening in our family. Because we're, you know, my, my baby sister, She I call her the baby, she's like almost 30. But they just had a baby last week. So oh, they congrats. weren't already not going to leave the house. Thank you. So and, and I'm, you know, my kid doesn't eat any of the traditional Thanksgiving things, so yep. that's not an issue. And so it's just my other sister, my mom and my mom's husband. And he called home same thing from he was literally in the grocery store, the HD that we go turkey. to. And he's like, "Oh, well there's a 26 pounder." And we're like, "Why?" You know, we
2: have to have a leftovers game plan yes. as to oh, really if that's the that's only turkey exactly available. Sure.
0: We're going to do that and the other thing we're going to do is that our family does uh, Mexican food for uh christmas oh, so we're freezing a bunch of it and then i'll make tamales oh this is it, great is what i'm gonna do because we do have to plan ahead it's too much turkey. yeah it is us. too
2: much turkey that being said i now have this 20 nearly 23 pound bird <laughs> down in the refrigerator it is 12 hours into a twenty four hour brine. Okay. And I'm and then I'm gonna inject this sucker with Creole butter mm-hmm. uh tomorrow morning on Thursday morning and uh probably put it on the smoker at about eight o'clock. And I think I should get through the whole smoking process in about uh six or seven hours. So mm-hmm. okay, all I'm curious be good, so, about anyway, the alchemy.
0: That'll be fun. Mm-hmm. I will
2: keep everybody up to date on all of that. Hey when we uh when we return we've got a variety of things that'll make you go, huh uh Let's just get all the dark out of the way. There's a list of fairly famous people who have killed someone in a car accident. Oh, wow. Okay. I didn't want to read the list, but but I did, so I'm going to share it, that, and more things you don't need to know when we return on Don and Steve. (laughs) Now, wait a minute. I'm not wrong on this. Welcome back. to the Don and Steve Show on my talk. Dolly Parton, this isn't like a I Will Always Love You situation. She didn't originate that song, and then Mariah Carey covered that song. I'm no. hearing a cover of Mariah Carey's, yes?
1: I think with so, With Dolly Parton,
0: right. With yeah, Dolly. It's Jimmy Fallon and Dolly Parton. Oh, that's here. Jimmy
2: Fallon's right. voice? Yes.
0: yes. This is the kind wow. of bit that he gets to do and James Corden get to do, because yeah. I am not a good singer as well. Yeah. But I love singing, and that I wish that I could be that person next. Like, if I had <laughs> yeah. my own talk show, I would jack that, what they've done. Like, get oh, enough sure. voice lessons that I was yeah. possible yep. and then get really good singers to let me sing with them. And then a little <laughs> like auto-tune, so fun. and you're good. Right, I would love that. Cool. Wow. You want to do this, Steve?
2: Do it. Huh.
1: Things that make you go
0: huh.
2: Okay, so we're going to start Dark. And then we're going to round the corner and okay, we're all going to feel sure, good again. It's the day good. before
0: Thanksgiving. All right. Thank you right. very much for that.
2: The following people have all killed someone in a car accident. Laura Bush. <laughs> First Lady Laura Bush. hmm Matthew Broderick. Oh. Oh. Keith Moon. This is a depressing list. Oh, yes. Oh, oh, I have to finish it. Okay. Rebecca Gayhart. Oh. Brandy.
0: I remember that one. Oh.
2: Vince Neil. hmm and Howard Hughes. Again, if you're joining us, these are a list of celebrities who have killed someone in a car
0: accident. Our condolences to the family. To the oh family, as always, gosh. yes. Wow. Okay, Steve,
1: come on.
2: I'm Bradley Trainer,
1: And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind
2: item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out.
1: Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is
2: Chris Jenner,
1: LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
2: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. On. I don't next, got... Next, listen, why next, would they next. give me that? Why would they give me that you kind of You saw the fact?
0: headline. Why did you stop <laughs> yeah. it? Yeah, I don't Who are they? know. You yes. didn't have to read it. I occasionally oh. see headlines and I go, yeah, I can't with that. <laughs> Pass no. on.
2: There's a mafia situation (laughs) behind the scenes. They run this segment, Don.
0: Oh no, goodness! Somebody twisted your arm, right?
2: Freedom here. Okay, this is fun. About three thousand two hundred dollars worth of change is thrown into the Trevi Fountain in Rome, Italy, every single day. Oh oh,
1: (laughs) my gosh!
2: Now this is during normal tourist times. Of course, it's kind of wacky right now, but that's almost one point two million dollars. A year so now the new best job in the world uh. is to just be the trevi fountain because that's a lot of money <laughs>
1: yeah, it is. have
2: you ever been to the trevi fountain in rome
1: i have not nope no. okay so
2: we went to rome on a uh, a trip with twin cities live a couple of years ago just one of my favorite trips i've ever taken in my life i was so taken by some of the beauty in fact our facebook question today which we'll get to in the 11 o'clock hour mm-hmm. what's the most beautiful place you've ever been to. Different parts of Rome really were high on that. But the Trevi Fountain, if you look it up on Google Images, see if you can find it. It's really, really pretty. And we were there on a very sunny day. So it all, like the water just looked really blue. And then you have like these marble statues that have just been carved so meticulously. Really, really something. But the trouble is when you see an image on online, it looks mm-hmm. so beautiful. But in reality... When you're there, it is so difficult to get a picture, Mm. an open, clear picture, because there are so many people around it all the time. But, Mm -hmm. oh, goodness. It was just... Do you see an image in front of you? Yeah, Yeah, I've seen it before.
1: It's been famous in many movies, right?
2: Right. Well, well, what's interesting about it is when to get to it, you're carving through these little, small, narrow alleys, little narrow Mm -hmm. streets, and then all of a sudden, you get through one of them, and then boom... This is right there. But all of Rome is so tightly packed into each other that you just turn one corner and then there's this m- majestic work of art right in front of you.
0: That was one of the things I liked the few times that I've been to any place in Europe mm-hmm. is that it was such a tight and you could see the way that they were built. These cities were built around this plaza or a square and it would be just house, 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 tiny cobble street and then yes. open yes. up to this plaza. And that was yes. just amazing and beautiful.
2: Yeah, wonderful, really something. Oh, gosh. We'll be able to travel again someday, guys. Oh, it's I'm right
1: now. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people probably are. What's it going right. to be like?
2: <sighs> I don't know. I think I think what's going to happen is, in employers, if you're listening, you listen up and you listen good. <laughs> okay. The second half of okay. next year, you're going to have so many vacation requests come in. You're not going to want to even show yourself at work because you won't know. You'll have to feel like you have to handle it all on your own because <laughs> if the vaccine... Or variety of vaccines, if that goes out there and the disease is sort of just passing through enough of humanity or people now have immunity through a vaccine, I think like around June ish, and that will coincide with summer, there's just gonna be a boom yeah. in travel. Think
0: that people will just go, you know, we this was our life is short moment, so now do it. I think a lot mm-hmm. of people yes. had huh. these uh when I retire or some days yes. type. You know, aspirations for these things. Now are like, oh, uh, someday is today. Yeah. Like the second that I get to do something.
2: You know, and I I I always look at like your when you have kids in your life, it's a mm-hmm. really good ever present clock. Right. Where you notice, you know, the saying the days are long but the years are short. And uh I look at them and think there's this window of time that we have them living here mm-hmm. and being of a, a young enough age where they really enjoy traveling with us. And we can do, you know, like Disney World, I think, plays better when they're a little bit younger as opposed to like, OK, guys, we're about to graduate from high school. Now let's go to Disney World. And so I we're doing that next year. I don't care what we have to do. It's happening next year. I just feel really like a pent up desire to travel. And yes, life is short. Let's right. just get after it right now
1: let's I leave like right the now someday is today <laughs> exactly lo- today that,
0: that should be on a coffee mug thank Ms. you Shannon. very much that is one of the affirmations that I use very often
2: oh that's really great yeah. yeah.
1: it's yeah. great someday is today yeah, yeah. Does
2: Whenever it spur you, you does, into action
0: it does it does because I you know I, I in my personal uh, journey I have been doing a lot of that type of growth like the opposite of what Patterson's doing which is living in dark land um <laughs> Like trying to find the light and steer myself towards the light. And I know I have a tendency with the way my anxiety kind of manifests. I'm an overthinker. So I'll Mm. think about it pieces yes and not jump mm-hmm. and yeah. so i've been trying to go no you make good decisions you plan and trust myself to go why are you putting that off let's just mm. do it and give it a shot and what's the worst that can happen yes. and that was the first thing is going well, what's the worst that can happen and now i'm more like well what's the best that can happen huh. and so so it's been practice it's been practice that's <laughs> it's good. Been a journey but you know whenever you see all of those those uh things about like all those those plaques and things with all the little gitchy like yeah. things that you know those inspirational phrases and you wonder who buys all this stuff that is me oh. like, <laughs> well <laughs> my you know house too full of those things
2: it's and they, they can like after you've seen them enough you can become callous to them or some people just think oh that's kind of cheesy but they're a saying they're popular because they're true agreed you know and it's if a little bit of cheesy is what you need in your life to propel you to something i'm all for those kind of right. things it's a I good place to start um. So say it again. Uh, someday is today. Is someday
0: is today. Mm-hmm.
2: Someday is today. Come mm-hmm. on, man. <laughs> and now we wrap this up with a really dumb thing that you didn't need to know, but <laughs> okay. maybe conversation laws at some point over the holiday. Uh, we call actors' parts roles because in the 17th century in France they'd get their scripts on rolls of paper. Well,
0: yeah. Ding! Fun fact. I
2: so like now that. we know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we return, uh, Miss Shannon has some news. About First Avenue's first live stream that they're gonna be doing, how you can be a part of it. I'll let you know what the Minnesota Orchestra is up to now as well. Really cool, that's coming up next. Welcome back, friends. It is the Donna and Steve show, minus Donna, who's on a company mandated suspension for foul <laughs> language, both on air and off air. <laughs> Miss Shannon Paul is in for her. Hi, Miss Shannon, thanks for coming in today.
0: Oh, thanks for having me, I appreciate
2: it. Uh, Dawn McLean is pushing all sorts of buttons. Hey, Dawn.
0: Hey, what?
2: Tomorrow, you don't have to go to work.
1: I know, I'm- How
2: do you feel? How I need I feel... to check in with my girl Dawn, cause she oh. has been, she's the hardest working lady at my talk yep. right now, or guy for that matter. She is doing these back-to-back shifts and has been um, since we had personnel changes right. due to COVID months ago. Do you have a good plan for just turning mm. off and relaxing?
1: Yes. The one thing that I have to remember to do, which I'll I'll just, I can't do it yet, mm-hmm. but I, because I have several alarms, you'll probably hear them during the show, unfortunately, go off constantly. I have probably 30 alarms right. in my phone that go off to tell me to do things like read the weather. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm pull up this button here and do this i mean i am like i have to do that because i'm such a dreamer and it it isn't in my nature to be this kind of person that's this organized Organized, yeah (laughs) so my brain is just like a little fried right now i'll be honest but i will be sleeping in i'm going to try to stay up as late as possible so you're going to put everything on snooze for tomorrow yes i'm going to put it on snooze i applaud you we went to kowalski's and got um everything (laughs) pre-made nice yes, this so, is it you're just doing are, it right. we're gonna heat things up
0: that's great
2: that's fantastic that's <laughs> all you like need to do. I like that idea good for yeah. you um hey let's talk about as we talk about you know covid and changes how it's affected personal lives and work schedules for folks like don um it has really really negative negatively impacted the live event scene concerts comedy shows all of it it's just like up in smoke and what a joy it will be when concerts return right. in person, I mean, I, I think of like a standing ovation at the end of a theater show, that first standing ovation, how it'll be like people in the audience will be crying. People on stage will be crying.
0: We miss everybody's
2: a, back together as
0: a comedian. We miss the, that, oh, that yes. a, applause break that you where get really like, wow, that really hit. Yes. It's just not the same. Are you doing
2: virtual things? I, Shannon?
0: I am. I and how am- do
2: you describe how virtual comedy goes over? Because it's you and your material, and you don't get that—you don't get the laughs.
0: You know, uh, my my comedy friends and I, who were, we start our little support group. It's really just my friends, and we have tried to figure out a way to like connect because you know, we all miss each other and we normally would see each other. Mm-hmm. It has been easier for me. Than a lot of my counterparts, and I will tell you why. That, I know why exactly. And it's here's the thing: uh, I did a lot of in-person performances. That was most of my career. But I also, unlike a lot of my my counterparts. Work in radio mm-hmm. and television, and you yes. don't have that feedback, right? So I'm very accustomed to. I said something funny on the radio, and presumed that a hundred thousand people <laughs> thought I was hilarious. <laughs> yes, exactly. We don't get any laughter. Exactly. We're so. Yeah. But I'm like, that was a bomb punchline, and I'm just. And yeah. you have so I have that instilled in my yeah, performance. You're that right. so I was able to. Train my brain to think that way when I do virtual shows and mm. to get the feedback differently And a lot of my friends just don't have that additional skill set that makes it easier And you know, I've been watching a lot of my musician friends I have some friends that are in bands that are fantastic people and they've been doing uh, At-home shows and these live streams and I think it's very difficult for them as mm. well um, Especially if you're in a band like if you're not all in one place yeah. And they're trying yes. like there's there's bandwidth issues and somebody's uh, Wi-Fi is better than somebody else's. And so that part has been really hard on them. So I'm glad that we have been in this world long enough that we're finding safe ways to kind of hybrid shows and what they're going to do with this uh, particular thing at First Avenue, which is, again, one of my favorite uh, venues like I I got to do comedy at first Avenue time and I was like oh, that is the thing gosh, that i still really? like huh? right I was so like oh yeah. my gosh and they were like and we'll pay for it I'm like uh Whoa. cool but I was like didn't even ask I'm like I get to perform at first Avenue yeah, you pay them at that point, right I didn't tell them that I did not tell them <laughs> that tell I took their money yes. um but it's <laughs> it it was just uh, amazing and so they started doing they have a couple of like annual tribute shows and things like that. And so coming up that they're going to do is they are going to conduct their John Lennon tribute show that they do every year. Mm. Um, and so this is going to be the first one. It comes up on December 8th and they're going to live stream it. So Curtis A, who's been doing it since the passing of John Lennon back in 1980, you know, when it was just like, they called him up and said, Hey, can you come here? And mm. he did it. And they've been doing it every year. They are going to do it where there will be no live audience, but the band will perform it live at, uh, at first Avenue and then it'll be streamable. And cool. then not only the other thing I think is cool. And this part has been kind of cool for the, uh, as far as getting eyes on these performances, with your ticket, you also have 72 hours within the time that you buy the ticket Love that it. you can watch it. So if you miss Love it right that. at that time, you still get to watch it. So that'll be great. You, uh, you can get that at noonchorus.com and watch that. So that'll be cool. That'll be That's cool.
2: cool. And it's, it's a big it's a step in the right direction. As you mentioned, bandwidth issues when right. people are all from their own homes. When you can at least get the band all right. at the same place and all on the same stream together, right? Uh, that's it's a step in the it's a step in the right direction, and I love the idea of them having access to it for seventy two hours. So if you want to yep. jam out to it live, great. But if not, no pressure.
0: And that's been my favorite of the Zoom and um, uh, virtual shows that I've been a part of. Is that. Somebody, you know, including myself, I did that with my comedy through the chaos series editor. Like, mm-hmm. So it was me and the performers socially distanced in a large enough venue. So just us and the staff required yeah. to do it. And then all of the audience was at home. So at least it kind of gave you that feeling of. And Tiffany in our house sometimes. And <laughs> Tiffany. Exactly. <my> friend <laughs> Tiffany at our house. And so uh, uh, it, it really at least gave you. It was so funny because we had been doing only virtual shows when you know since March, mm-hmm. and not having any of that in-person feedback, mm-hmm. and just to be able to do it in front of 10 people, even if they were sure. your friend, the other per- it was so amazing. <laughs> like yes. we're like, Oh look, there's four actual, like it would have been in, in pre COVID time, having an audience of 10 people, we would have been like, womp womp. That was, <laughs> which I'm sure you've done before. Oh, you know, I had. But- <laughs> and normally I'm like, Oh my gosh, why do I do this? You mm-hmm. know, when there's only 10 people, but, but now you're like, like a blessing. Exactly. And well, so you know, I think this is great that they're doing it this way. I, I think
2: of, um, the Chanhassen Dinner Theaters, Mm -hmm. which is, I've always loved that place because it just feels so cozy. Like, when I go downtown, it feels like, all right, fancy situation here. (laughs) Where am I supposed to park? I'm not a good city driver. It's a whole thing. But there's this cozy feeling when I go in there. And at the end of every show that I've ever been to at uh, Chanhassen, there's always a standing ovation at the end, and it just feels like such a tight-knit little situation that you are, like, there, a part of the show. They're dancing in the aisles, all that. And I just think... What will the, what will that moment be like? You know, I say at Chanhassen, that's my little world. What about on Broadway? Right. When when there's the at the end of the first theater productions all around the country, when there is that standing ovation, what a what a moment that must be! What what a moment it will be when performers step out on stage and like you, Ms. Shannon, you're talking about when you've had the opportunity with even ten people in the room. What about when you hit a stage and there's a few hundred people in a venue just jammed in? We we forget what that energy is like you right. forget what it's like as a performer we forget as the audience of going to enjoy these things i think it's going to wash over us anew. now don't get me wrong we're going to get cynical about it again <laughs> we're going to get calloused about it again this is the they problem of humans harder, they
0: should do this they should yeah. that but i you know i think it's also interesting and, and you know when we were talking about people who uh their jobs were impacted because of everything yes. that shut down yes. like all of our friends we know we talk i think more about you know, restaurants and all those things. But when we start talking about saving our stages and those things, people look at us kind of crazy. Like, well, just oh. go do something else. But it's like, well, no, I have spent mm. years crafting this like any other thing. You yeah. know, I was like, well, a lot of my friends, that was their primary skill set. That were yeah. right. professional performers. And so to say, well, just go do something else. It's like, well, uh, how? You know well, what? What am I going to do? Yeah. yeah. and
2: And it's also, that's a short-sighted view as well, because... The importance of arts in any local community is just, it it can't be overstated. And whenever you, when you don't have that, you start to feel that void. And so I think it's important for folks to realize that those who are working out there in a gig economy and are just going job to job, they are, they have willingly, they have willingly accepted that way of life, that uncertainty of what income looks like from one season to the next because of their passion to entertain you to right. entertain us. And so I think it's important for us uh, to support that. It was cool early on in the pandemic, watching all of these different uh, theater companies as they just tried to figure out a way, how do we continue to, to create? Cause it's in their right. blood. They can't not do it. And so they were coming up with all these cool live stream ways to, to do things. And it's, it ain't perfect, but I'm always so proud when I look around the twin cities and see all of the industries, all of the people who have, pivoted and figured out a way to make it work so that we have something. So it's, it's been really impressive. I'm
0: so glad you brought up that it ain't perfect uh, because I think that that would be as a performer, give us a little grace that we're sure. trying to figure this out too. No so kidding. if they're like, why is it le-? because you know, <laughs> it's a, it's a, you know, I, again, a, a, as I'm a, a fluke, like that, I had all this technology in my house. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, right. That's what I, you know, I kind of was that kind of tech nerd anyway, so a lot of my friends, they barely had a laptop, you know, <laughs> like, right. You know, yeah. they had never had to use any of these things and figure out how Zoom worked or how they were going to do these live streams. And they're figuring it out, just like a lot of people are. So just give them a little grace and support. And if somebody comes back, I had a friend who um, had been doing a podcast for a while. And then finally, like he had put up a Patreon and was asking yep. people for donations and he got a lot of backlash and people were uh. just all over him. For acting, for asking for these donations mm. and, you know, about how you should do it just because you love content and you're creating it and just you you should be honored that we're listening. And so oh it was really hard to watch all these people jump on him when he's going, yeah, but normally I'm doing 70 shows uh, yeah. and I had, I literally had 70 shows that disappeared off my calendar. Oh, I had this disappear, I had that disappear. So what do you think I'm doing? Well, I'm still trying to sit here and not drop into a depression sinkhole and try and figure out a way to actually do it. Yeah. Yeah. And so some of us were like, put up your paywall back again. Put it, you know, you'll, you'll be fine. You know, it's just, it was, it was depressing to watch people jump on him. Yeah. Um, And when you think about that, you spend three
1: to $5 just, you know, offhand by going through a drive-thru and people... Get so angry about somebody can asking you give for me that five bucks. I want to help That have would really have right.
2: a meaningful I impact on that people, yes. I agree. Yeah, no kidding. So be
0: kind, people, and support your artists. That's, well,
2: and by the way, one way that you could do that, um, go to Minnesota Our photographer over at Twin Cities Live, let me give him a shout out, Drew right. Shingen. He went and did this story on the Minnesota Orchestra and some of the live stream events that they have put on. Yes. They just had one last week. Their next one is going to be coming up on December 18th. It's called a Midwinter Gathering with Kevin Kling. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they They've got a New Year's celebration on the 31st. But it's another way where if you just feel like you're missing the arts, it's, again, it ain't perfect. But darn it, are they doing a really good job of trying to figure out a way that they can still create and entertain you wherever you happen to be, especially during these next couple of months that, you know are, I think, literally and figuratively going to be a little bit dark and a little bit cold. Right. And, and I, so it's really cool. MinnesotaOrchestra.org.
0: And Steve, I know we have to go to break, but why don't we do that later in the show? We have I have some suggestions, too, on things that you could uh, support that are not our normal streaming services, like love Netflix that. and Hulu. So let's get that together, you. And I right? love you that. Give that some sounds some great. Way. Okay.
2: Um, when, we, when we return, we're going to get into, if you see something... Say something. Dawn saw a greedy Lego company <laughs> and she's going to put them on blast. I'm going to yes. tell you about a woman who got in a car accident and it made her send a glowing review about something <laughs> after three weeks of being tucked up in a hospital and had nothing to do with the hospital. We'll tell you what she reviewed so glowingly after her uh, near-death experience in a car when we come back. Boy, a lot of death today. My bad. I'll work this out. <laughs> uh, it's Don and Steve on my talk. Welcome back. I know- Happy Thanksgiving Eve. Hope you're feeling good. If you get a little time off, hope you can decompress, enjoy whoever you happen to be around, or connect with those that you can't connect with. It's the Don and Steve Show, My Talk 1071. Steve Patterson, Ms. Shannon Paul, Don McLean. Don, you're working your um, sixth shift of the short week already. <laughs> That's an interesting way to. Yes. So many technical
1: things have been going on, too. Just. I just, this morning, it was so funny, if I can just briefly tell this story. So, in order to, since everybody's remote and everything, we have to try to (laughs) record things with each other, commercials and things. So, Jason and Alexis and I, after I got off the Don and Steve show yesterday, we had to record together. Mm -hmm. But there's a way that you have to do that in one of the production studios so that he won't come on the air or Alexis won't come on the air. But you have to go in the server room and switch things. So, the main channels that they come through we had to switch those to just broadcast into that other studio well this morning it never got switched back and so um at the last minute and when i say the last minute literally the last minute i noticed i get a text that said i can't i'm connected but i can't hear anything from both of them so i'm about to do a dirt alert i noticed that It didn't print out of this printer my Dirt Alert stories, so I don't have those. I have one minute, and I had to run in the server room, switch over, switch them over, run back in here, and I had literally two seconds before I had to talk. Oh, wow. And I didn't have any stories, so I just pulled up on my phone the <laughs> last, because I always email myself. Yes. And I thought I had pulled up the email from last night, but it was from the day before, so I did two old-ass <laughs> <laughs> stories. <laughs> <laughs> like not much has changed, everyone. I, I'm out of breath, and I'm like, and then... Ken, Ken Jennings Wait a minute
2: Was this on The Don and Steve show Or on nope. Jason and Alexis Jason and
1: Alexis This morning Right
2: This morning, this you were,
1: morning Oh very, very lord early. So Because all of that got changed yesterday Anyway And I mean, that's
0: the break That you do by yourself Right So you're exactly. just panting There's By no yourself <laughs> They can't even come on And go uh, Don We did literally, that yesterday but I, Here's the thing
1: Is that I got it fixed There were gotcha. like Six steps of things I needed to do In 45 seconds In the other room Oh. and i ran back in i'm like can you guys hear me and they're like yes
0: and then i had to start talking so steve you know what i think she deserves oh. i think she deserves a round of applause right? yes she does yes.
2: and the woman does it all without exactly. drinking a drip either i mean <laughs> i don't even know how she decompresses. you, you need to go play farmville or whatever <laughs> the game is that you like you need a like a long you need a nice binge video game session today
0: yeah
1: yeah i will over the next couple of days and please don't feel sorry for me because i am so thankful
0: that i have a job fair enough i just have two you know yeah and and they're back to back and there's no time in between and it's super early in the morning i mean i did mornings for a long time too it makes your brain just mushy, like and, doing the job that you have for years and years and years. Your brain is just yeah, and I don't mushy. drink coffee either.
1: Yep. So oh, oh my, my gosh, God. Anyway. Marjorie
2: Punnett described it as uh, working the morning shift as having perpetual jet lag.
0: Yes, yes. because that you never sleep, never... you just nap. Oh my gosh, yeah. that's such a, you a never, great analogy. Yeah, you
2: never totally break through no. through the other side. Maybe on a weekend, but once the work week hits, and that if it happens on a weekend. It happens on Sunday, and then you're like, well, damn it, I have to go back to work tomorrow and get in this weird schedule again.
0: And you just get used to, especially if you work on morning radio, it's not like we go to bed at 4... PM and stay asleep <laughs> right. like you would think is because yeah. you still have to do all the regular people stuff. So we can talk about the regular people stuff yeah. to yeah. all of our my talkers. They don't want to hear what you do. I went to sleep at two. <laughs> <days."> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what did everybody else do? They're watching American Idol and I'm snoozing. So yeah, you right. have to get up and do all these things. So I applaud you, Doug. Oh gosh. Well, you don't need to. And and maybe we should just get to the segment
1: that's supposed to be here. Gotcha. Hey, right? If you say something, it.
0: say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? <laughs> Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight.
2: Um, Okay, this is... I'm going to read you a quick story. Is this the best review ever for a business? Context matters. Back on October 30th, (laughs) a woman named Katerina Montez from Arizona, she was in a really bad car accident. Well, last Friday... After she'd been in the hospital for three weeks, she texted a woman named Valeria Brianna. Why? Valeria had done her eyelashes before she got into this really bad car accident. Okay. And Katarina was just blown away by how her lashes stayed in place and looked (laughs) good through (laughs) it all. She Mm. says, hey, I might sound crazy, but I just wanted to say you are literally the best lash artist ever, cause girl, I was in a really bad car accident on the 30th <laughs> and the lashes still oh. lasted. She sent a picture. Now her message and the picture are going viral. I love um, it. I looked at the picture. She's in guys, she's in like a full it looks like a Halloween costume. She's got a head bandage on, like oh gauze around like, her forehead, yes, bloodstained. But darn it if her lashes don't look great. I mean that is
0: so. That is finding a rainbow through the storm. Well done. Yes. I mean, kudos to her for
2: just for being. First of all, for being able to survive it all, and then have the wherewithal to say this could be a nice opportunity for me to send a nice review. And now, yes, Yes. this uh, this woman who did the lashes, she's going to have to have this on her website forever and ever. (laughs) This bloody photo of this woman post car accident in a hospital bed. (laughs) Gosh. Anyway, so. Good on her for surviving. All right, now, Don. Yes. Uh, let us allow you to blow some steam regarding a greedy, greedy toy company. Yes, yeah,
1: so I'm talking about Legos. Now, I love one of my favorite places in Mall of America is the Lego place. Oh, yeah. Yes. I yeah. love going in there. Kids love it. Every kid is so excited. They're building Legos outside and yeah. they do have amazing things, okay? But I just have to talk about how expensive these Lego kits are for a second. Okay. There is a Mandalorian Razor Crest building kit. It cool. is his it is his ship, the Mandalorian yes. ship. You get a tiny Mandalorian, a tiny it looks like uh baby Yoda in there too, a stormtrooper. Yes. It's really cute. 129 dollars oh
2: mm-hmm. snap
1: and then i'm looking through some more like they have um uh star wars a new hope this is uh, a yeah. another ship in here it's uh 199 Whoa. we have uh, kylo ren's tie
0: fighter which is 188 see and i think Shouldn't. because of the it, it's clearly not for the young lego fans yeah those are for the adult fans of lego but the package those says hateful, those ages eight to eight 14, well, they put oh. that on all of it. But the eight <laughs> through 14 people are the ones that want to play with it. The people that are going to buy it yeah. are the adults that are going to go. And now I have it in a box and I have the whole thing. And it like, yeah, and I'm one of those adults. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to buy Christmas presents here and I'm like, shoot, I can't <laughs> Christmas really presents for that. you or Christmas no, presents for your beau? No, for uh, for kids. Ah, yeah, yeah, they don't get the new hotness. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's a weird. I think on those, there's some of those in between toys, those collector toys mm-hmm. that have gotten to a point that some of them are out of the price point for kids who actually want to play with things. Yeah, you know, my son's into five hundred dollars or right. four hundred and thirty. Yeah,
2: Lord, heaven. you
0: got to go to Target and get the regular ones. No, yeah, get, get, get them a little deck of cards. Little ones, right. <laughs> it's time yeah. to
2: play Uno with mm-hmm. the kids. Yeah. So when we come back. We've got some music news. The Grammy nominations are out. I'm gonna read through the list. I think it's kinda like a quiz. How (laughs) hip are you? I took the quiz and I'm not hip. We'll do it (laughs) next on Dawn and Steve.